Today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. Your Lockdown Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, July 22nd. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, good afternoon everyone. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. The reason for the episode dropping a little bit later today than the rest of the week is because, well, for the first time since the two lawsuits against the Blackhawks became public back in May, it was right around the conclusion of the 2021 regular season, For the first time since then, General Manager Stan Bowman held a press conference this morning to just talk a little bit about everything that's been going on recently. The expansion draft, the upcoming NHL draft, free agency, and of course, a good old-fashioned no comment sort of statement regarding the current investigation that is going on with the Blackhawks organization. But we'll get into all of that good stuff in just a minute here on the show. Be sure to stick around for all of that. But what I wanted to start the episode with today, ladies and gentlemen, it has to be just the shocking news out of what occurred yesterday for the Seattle expansion draft. First off, if you listened to the episode yesterday, then uh, (laughs) you heard me say how I was wishing and, and so hopeful that the news wouldn't get leaked on social media prior to the actual draft itself later on that night. It would have been so much more exciting. But of course... Frank Saravalli and all the beat writers out there did their best to uh to make sure that didn't happen and to get basically every pick out there as soon as possible. Even before noon, it was like we already knew half of the picks that the Kraken had made. It, it was horrible, uh, as was ESPN's coverage of the event last night as well, by the way. But they were also thrown kind of a, a sinking ship and told to make it work somehow. So it was just kind of a disaster as a whole for the most part. But as for the Blackhawks, um, I mean, heading into the day, most people were thinking, all right, it's probably, it's probably going to be one of these two defensemen, either Calvin DeHaan or Nikita Zadorov, or it could possibly be Adam Gaudet or Ryan Carpenter if Seattle wanted to go with one of the cheaper options available. And then once the news came out early in the morning that, uh, Vince Dunn, Adam Larson from the Oilers and also Jamie Alexiak from the Stars, they, they, uh, well, Vince Dunn had been taken in the expansion draft. He was one of the first picks that had been leaked. And then also news came out that Adam Larson and Jamie Alexiak both had already signed extensions 
with the Seattle Kraken. Mark Giordano was also uh, their choice from the Calgary Flames as well. So once I kind of heard all of that, I was starting to think that uh, one of the two forward options, Gaudet or Carpenter, really could wind up being the choice for Seattle because it looked like they had their defense kind of starting to get pieced together already. Um, so my mindset, my mindset was completely starting to shift to... It, to one of the forwards being the pick for Seattle from the Blackhawks, but never in my wildest dreams did I foresee the Kraken taking pended unres- pending unrestricted free agent John Quenville off the Blackhawks' hands. And when I first saw that get tweeted out by, by Steve Dangle, of all people breaking that news there, that Quenville had been the pick from Chicago, I 100% thought there had to be a side deal of some sorts going on here. But as it turns out, the Kraken didn't make any side deals with anyone. It was really a a bit of a weird strategy by general manager Ron Francis and his squad. None of the star players that were left available got taken, basically. No Carey Price, Gabriel Landeskog still with Colorado at the moment, Jacob Voracek, James Van Riemsdyk didn't get taken from the Flyers, Vladimir Tarasenko didn't get taken from the Blues, the Kraken passed on all of them, Um, but they did leave themselves now a lot of options going forward with the plethora of cap space that they have uh, to make some splashes this offseason, so that's going to be the intriguing part now for the Kraken, is what are they going to do via free agency and in the trade market, being one of the few teams in the NHL right now that are kind of sitting pretty in regards to their cap availability. But back to the Blackhawks, John Quenville, I, I, that I could not believe. Even like, I, I get I get that basically Ron Francis here looked at the Hawks roster and said, nah, we're good for like, you know, we're not going to take, we're not going to take DeHaan or Zadora for that price point. We're not going to take, we have better options in goal. We're not going to take Malcolm Subban. I, it's still just kind of weird to me that they took John Quenville over a guy like Ryan Carpenter. Like, Ryan Carpenter's a mil, has a million dollar cap hit for one more year. It's not like he's going to break the bank for a potential re-sign going forward or anything. And he's a pretty sturdy bottom six fourth line player for a good NHL team. So I was really surprised that even... Carpenter got passed up on by the Blackhawks in favor for John Quenville, who uh, he is, as I mentioned, an unrestricted free agent, so he may not even be playing a game for the Seattle Kraken, as it turns out, but just kind of, just not at all what what I saw coming. Um, And while it's, you know, it is a little bit nice that the Blackhawks, they, they didn't lose a guy like Adam Gaudet or Ryan Carpenter. They didn't lose one of those guys for absolutely nothing in return. Being in the position that, that they're facing depth wise, you know, I, I think they were I think they were kind of not only okay with losing one of those guys, one of the two defensemen, Gaudet or Carpenter, not only would they be okay with it, but I think they were actually expecting that to be the move. I think they were expecting that either um Calvin DeHaan or um, Nikita Zadorov not only were going to be taken, not only would uh, the money come off of the books, but it would also, you know, um, make make the decision ultimately for the Blackhawks there. Now they still got to figure out whether or not they're going to tender Zadorov and what they're going to do with Calvin DeHaan. So 
Uh, and then also with the forward group, there, there's just simply not enough roster spots for how many guys are in that forward group at the moment. I believe plenty of deals are still going to be made this summer in that department. And, and uh, um, I really don't think, you know, that the front office, the Blackhawks front office, would have minded Seattle taking one of those tweener depth pieces off off of their hands. But instead, that didn't happen. And the Kraken, for better or worse, I mean, they they really didn't do the Blackhawks uh, any favors in sort of kick-starting their offseason. So John Quenville winds up surprisingly being the player from the Blackhawks that's heading to Seattle, again, potentially only for the time being as he's a, uh, a pending unrestricted free agent. And now the Hawks, in in their own front office, they, they still got plenty of decisions to make and plenty of questions to answer as to what this team is going to look like going to look like here in just a couple of months when they hit the ice for training camp in the fall. All right, that takes care of some thoughts on the Seattle Kraken taking forward John Quenville from the Blackhawks in the expansion draft last night. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to break down all the pieces of Stan Bowman's press conference earlier this afternoon. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even as much as 100% more for the exact same parts at a chain store or at a new car dealership? Chain stores and car dealerships have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low. The rockauto.com catalog is also remarkably unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and you can even choose the brands, specifications, and the prices that you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and they're also the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts that you'll ever need for your car or truck for the best possible prices. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. I just finished up sharing some thoughts on the Seattle Kraken and their expansion draft last night. Moving on now, I definitely wanted to be sure to get into Blackhawks general manager Stan Bowman's press conference this afternoon. Bowman spoke with the Blackhawks media for the first time in quite a while. And normally, this time of year is when you're hearing from teams' general managers the most with free agency in the NHL draft coming up, also the Seattle expansion draft. So it's been pretty clear that the Blackhawks mindset from a front office standpoint, ever since these lawsuits have become become public, is to just kind of lay low and really not say all that much. But they knew that strategy, it wasn't going to last forever. And that brings us basically 
to 11 a.m. this morning when Stan Bowman took the podium for the first time in a couple of months. And of course, he was asked immediately about the lawsuit and the investigation, and also not much of a surprise on his end either. All that Bowman really said is uh, that, you know, he, he doesn't condone these acts or harassment of any type, but because of the review going on is pending, it's ongoing, he's not able to comment on the matter at the moment. Shocker. Um... But one thing that was a little interesting to me is that Bowman did say that the investigation is going to be something that he fully participates in. He's going, he does plan to give his full cooperation is what he said. Now, whether or not those findings and what his participation is in this investigation, whether or not that will be made public, Bowman isn't sure at the moment. I mean, he he probably is, uh, or he's probably at least hopeful that it's not. Um, but just like a lot of the details that's involved here in this tragic situation, I, I really hope they do because become public because that matters so much. And the, the people, they deserve to know exactly what happened in the situation. This is a billion dollar organization that's been covering up a sexual assault scandal, not on a teenager or a kid growing up on a professional athlete, a billion dollar professional sports organization here in North America has been covering up sexual assault on one of its own players for the last 10 years. The people deserve to know what actually happened in this situation. Um, so it just, it just, it's so important that, you know, anyone who, is even slightly involved with the game of hockey, however it may be, or even if they aren't, everyone everyone deserves to know the truth of what happened here and what the Blackhawks did and what they tried to do in order to make sure it didn't become public. Those findings need to come out to everybody. So not only do, does it, everything get figured out here and hopefully some sort of closure as much as there can be in a messed up scenario like this. Hopefully there can be a little bit of it. And also just so people know that these things, they don't just go away. No matter how big and powerful you are, these things just don't go away. And it's important to show other people who think they can get away with this kind of sickening stuff. It's important to show them that they can't. And those results will become public for the whole entire world to know. That is important to happen. So hopefully those findings do wind up being seen by everybody, but uh, that's basically it from the press conference in terms of the lawsuits and what Bowman had to say. There just wasn't going to be a conversation about it with him in the media. That was never going to happen. Um, it was basically just a, a formality from Bowman in the front office. And again, they knew they couldn't hide for forever. They knew they were going to have to make a statement or say something. Eventually it was only a matter of time. And I guess today just wound up being that day. Um, but there were a couple of other things that I wanted to be sure to mention from Bowman's press conference as well, which actually had to do with the on ice, uh, part of this team first. Bowman said that forward Alex Nylander is now 100% ready to go and will be there for training camp in a couple of months. Nylander, of course, underwent knee surgery this past season, missed the entire campaign, and that led to him actually being exempt from last night's Seattle expansion draft because he's technically only about to be a second-year pro at the NHL level, even though he's uh, kind of been around for quite some time now, and he was a first-round pick way back in 2016. 
Um, but it's great to hear that, you know, Nylander is officially back to being fully healthy. 100% is actually how Stan Bowman put it himself. So, um, that's awesome to hear. And I'm really intrigued to see how, you know, not only how Nylander looks on the ice after not playing for a full year, but also where and how the Blackhawks are going to even fit him into their lineup because it, it does sure stop, sure sound like he's still as part of the plans here, but as to, you know, what line and what role he's going to play, I'm very curious as to how that is all going to pan out here in Chicago, because as I've said many O times on this show recently, there's just not a whole lot of spots available in that forward group. So uh, how Alex Nylander is going to play and where he's going to play are two things I'm really interested at finding out here in the next couple of months. One other thing I definitely wanted to be sure to mention as well is that Bowman also said he recently sat down with Jonathan Taze just to kind of catch up about everything and chat a little bit about what's been going on. And while Bowman did say that uh, it's nice to see Johnny has been on the ice a little bit recently, he knows that um, each and every day that passes by, it's different from the one prior. And because of that, it's not fair at all to say if Johnny is going to be ready for opening night or not for the Blackhawks. It's just not as cut and dry as that. It's not that simple. But Bowman did say that when the time is right, they will certainly be welcoming him back, of course. No surprise there. But I just wanted to be sure to remind everyone that just because Taze had that post on social media and he's come out and said that he wants to play next season, that doesn't mean that he it's set in stone and he is 100% back because even he isn't sure of it at the moment. No one can predict what's going to happen tomorrow. That's what Jonathan Taze has learned the most from the situation is each and every day, it's different from the one before and the one that comes after. So um, for all you Blackhawks fans, all the listeners out there, just try and keep a little bit of perspective during the situation with Jonathan Taze, please. And all you can do really is just hope that it keeps going well for him here in the next couple of months. And then if the, if the time comes and he feels like himself again, then he'll be out there for the Hawks on opening night. That's the type of competitor and warrior that Jonathan Taze is. And that's really all we can ask for at the moment out of our captain. All right, I think that takes care of the latest on Jonathan Taze as well as general manager Stan Bowman's press conference. Coming up in just a moment, I'm going to reveal the next couple of picks from the Lockdown Podcast Network's 2021 NHL Mock Draft. But first, I need to talk to you quickly about betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball is about to take over for the summer. The NBA Finals just wrapped up a couple of nights ago. UFC is in full swing all year round, though. And for any sport you want to bet on, you can get the latest news, odds, and info with Bet Online. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And be sure to use our exclusive promo code LOCKDOWN, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. 
your online sportsbook experts. What's up, guys? Thomas Welch here, host of the Locked On Blues podcast, here with your Locked On selection for the St. Louis Blues in the Locked On NHL mock draft. So without further ado, the St. Louis Blues are proud to select with the 16th pick in the NHL draft. Matthew Coronado, left wing from the Chicago Steel and the USHL. Uh, Matthew Coronado scored 48 goals this season in 51 games. And for a Blues team that looks like it could be missing out on some scoring pieces next season with the absence of Vladimir Tarasenko, possibly Mike Hoffman leaving and Jaden Schwartz in the offseason. I think Matthew Coronado would fit perfectly for this team and this prospect pool that seems to be depleted in that position. Harrison Lee here from the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, and with the number 17 pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Winnipeg Jets have selected Logan Stankoven of the Kamloops Blazers. The Winnipeg Jets are extremely excited to welcome Logan to the organization. We believe he can be an excellent offensive threat. We understand that he has a great release, excellent offensive instincts, good spatial awareness. He's fast, elusive, and he brings all of the qualities that we believe will make him an NHL superstar one day. This year's first round had many great quality candidates, but Logan stuck out to us the most. His skill in tight spaces, in open spaces, anywhere around the slot area, his vision, his shooting, and the deception of his release all made him a can't-miss prospect for us. We believe he'll be an excellent top six forward one day. We look forward to working with him, and we are excited to welcome Logan to the organization. Stankoven might be a star in the making, so be sure to stay tuned to Locked on Winnipeg Jets to hear the latest about Stankoven's progress and whether or not he'll actually end up getting selected by the Jets. This has been Harrison Lee from Locked on Winnipeg Jets signing off. Gil Martin here with the 19th pick, the Nashville Predators pick, Fyodor Svechkov, uh, a Russian forward, and he really uh, helps the Predators with a lot of the things they need. Nashville needs more offense over the short term and the long term, and he can provide that, and his versatility is a big plus for Nashville as well. Yes, naturally he's a center, but he could play all three forward positions, and he showed some really good leadership during the World Juniors, centering Russia's most efficient and best line. In addition, he's a responsible player who could get back on defense and play well in his own zone, not just cherry-pick and try to play offense. The other thing I like about Svechkov is, while his skating is only average right now, there is certainly room for him to improve, and his form is good, which means as he matures physically, he can improve that area of his game. So, the Nashville Predators go with Fyodor Svechkov as their first pick in this mock draft. Hey, it's Hernan Salas here from the Locked On Oilers podcast. And with the 19th pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Edmonton Oilers select from the Edmonton Oil Kings goaltender Sebastian Kosa. I think Kosa would be a great fit for the Edmonton Oilers. He plays here, obviously, he's junior hockey. He's familiar with the fans. He's familiar with the arena. And at the end of the day, the Oilers eventually, eventually have to get that number one stud goaltender. And it might take him a few years, but... I do think Sebastian Koza does have a bright future in the NHL. Looking at his stats in his junior career, very good numbers. He was 38-7-4 with a 1.98 goals against and a 9-2-8 percentage in his WHL career. Some of the comments on him, this one says, Koza projects as a quality NHL starting goalie with potential to become upper echelon. I was lucky enough to cover the Old Kings and, and watch a lot of games at Rogers Place. And uh, yeah, he's very confident, very well-rounded and projected by many of the draft experts to 
to go in the first round, a guy to have in your system, a guy that can potentially be your number one um, in the future. So for the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton Old King goaltender Sebastian Kosa is the pick. Aaron here from the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. And with the 21st pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Boston Bruins select Regina, Saskatchewan native, defenseman Corson Kuhlmans from the AJHL's Brooks Bandits. He's a right-hand shot defenseman who recorded four goals and seven assists in eight games for the Bandits last season. He's 6'2", 196 pounds, but can skate well and has been described as aggressively offensive. The challenge will be helping him balance that physical presence as well as his offensive prowess. Kuhlmans is committed to play at the University of Wisconsin and fits Boston's mold in terms of developing his game at the NCAA level. The goal here could see him form a next wave of Bruins defensemen with Mason Lorai, a second round pick from 2020 on his left side. This pick wouldn't be a huge reach for the Bruins as has been their custom. Kuhlmans is ranked 14th among North American skaters heading into the draft. He was ranked 18th by TSN's Bob McKenzie, although Elite Prospects has him as high as 55th. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold and to get all the info on who they actually select at the 2021 NHL Entry Draft. Hey everybody, Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild here and with the 22nd pick in the Locked On NHL Mock Draft. The Minnesota Wild are pleased to select forward Zachary LaRue of the Halifax Mooseheads of the QMJHL. Elite Prospects has this to say about LaRue. So much of LaRue's game is defined by his physicality. He's an enthusiastic hitter, one who's put more than his fair share of poor opponents into the boards or onto the ice. He'll get under his opponent's skin after the whistles. He'll fight. He'll mix it up. His problem-solving ability through secondary and tertiary defense variables lets him make plays where others would struggle to retain possession. So a gritty, aggressive forward to add to the Wilds base and should play nicely with some of those other skill players that the Wild have at their disposal. This is Noel Bianchi with Lockdown Red Wings, and with the 22nd pick in the 2021 Lockdown NHL mock draft, the Detroit Red Wings are proud to select another Swedish prospect. It's going to be Simone Robertson. This is a guy that gives you top six upside, might be one of the best scorers in the draft, has an incredible shot, and on top of that, he can play both ways. He can play on the penalty kill, uh, and he's got a great motor by all accounts. This is somebody who not only adds to that Swedish mafia like I talked about, but also brings something a little bit different to the prospect t- uh, pool. In recent years, some of the top prospects, Lucas Raymond, Theodore Niederbach, those are guys that are going to be playmakers in the NHL. So it's not as much of a concern to me if maybe, uh, you know, his Simone Robertson's playmaking isn't up to snuff because if he's going to be catching passes with Lucas Raymond, he's going to be able to weaponize that shot. And with the prospects that the Red Wings are building around Simone Robertson, it feels like that might be a good opportunity for him to step in and be a real difference maker with this next group. This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, making the pick for the Florida Panthers at number 24 in this 2021 Locked On NHL mock draft. And with the 24th pick, the Florida Panthers are pleased to select center Mackie Samoskevich. Samoskevich averaged just over a point a game in his final season with the USHL Chicago Steel. He is committed to play this year at the University 
of Michigan this upcoming season. Semoskevich's game is more as a distributing center. He is a great puck handler and one great thing about his play is that he is a playmaker. He finds the open teammates. He knows how to create space in the offensive zone. So it makes him the right pick in this situation as the Florida Panthers in this situation are going best player available at number 24. So Mackie Semoskevich is the pick here for the Florida Panthers. Jay Foster, Locked On Blue Jackets here to make the 25th overall pick in the Locked On NHL Mock Draft 2021. I am selecting defenseman Carson Lambos of the Winnipeg Ice, formerly the Kootenai Ice. Uh, he kind of had a, a rough a rough start to the season. He bounced around a little bit uh, in the lineup, but he is a solid puck-moving defenseman. A lot of places are comparing him to a guy like uh, Kale McCard. I don't know if you've heard of him. He seems to be a pretty good young defenseman. Um, all the scouting seems to say he's quick on his feet. He's smart. He makes uh, some kind of some stupid decisions sometimes, but that's to be expected of a young, still developing defenseman. Uh, and if he uh, if he falls to 25th, then I think the the Blue Jackets should pick him up. He's projected anywhere from 11 upwards by a variety of different places. I know Bob McKenzie has him ranked as high as 15. Elite Prospects has him ranked as low as 33. But I think that kind of in the sweet spot in the middle there, 25th overall, I think we could do a lot worse than a guy like Carson Lambos. So that is my pick at 25th overall. For more draft analysis and prospect talk, you can find Locked on Blue Jackets wherever you get podcasts, or you can follow the Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Thursday, July 22nd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, go and get more of the sports news that you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news that you need in under 20 minutes by following Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.